The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So, good morning, good day, everyone, and welcome to this fourth talk on mindfulness of emotions. And um, one of the great skills to develop in relationship to our emotions and how we're feeling is to expand our capacity to feel. And partly that means, uh, and a very powerful thing that can mean, is expand our capacity to be uncomfortable. Many of, much of our reactivity in life, challenges we have, is because something or other is making us feel uncomfortable. And, and so then we don't like it, we want to fix it, we want to blame someone. We get caught up in the trying to do something about being uncomfortable. And that discomfort might be physical, it might also be emotional. And there's a lot of things which are emotionally uncomfortable. And to, be, be, to become wise and skillful with situations that where we feel emotionally uncomfortable, one of the ways to find our way with that is to be able to allow ourselves to feel what we're feeling without reacting to it, without being pushed around by it or feel trapped by it or feel somehow like we have to do something because of it. And all of which uh, is subsumed under the idea of uh, increasing our capacity to feel our emotional life and without reactivity. This allows us then to be more reflective of what we do, to consider what's the wise thing to do in this situation. If we feel that uh, we want to um, swear at someone because we feel pent up anger or frustration, um, if we increase our capacity to feel frustration, then it doesn't have to be an automatic trigger to swear at someone. We just kind of, oh, that, um, we rest, we open to what's happening for us. And then we can reflect, what would be the skillful thing to do? What would be the wise thing or the compassionate thing to do uh, with this phenomena, with this pers- what's happening here? And, um, and there might be, chances are there are better things to do than to swear at someone. Or we might shut down, we might collapse or pull in and, or, or, or kind of shrink away if something is uncomfortable. And it's certainly understandable we can feel threatened and challenged and want to do that. But there are also uh, capacities to, the ability to kind of stay open and feel afraid, but without being influenced by it. Just it's there and we kind of are bigger than the fear. We have more space for it. And again, we can then be wiser about how we respond to the fear. Rather than shrinking, maybe we take three, ten steps back and, and um, without having to diminish ourselves or shrink or collapse in some way. Or perhaps uh, we can assess the danger more carefully and, and uh, have a wise response while standing our ground with it. Um, so these are all just kind of small examples that maybe you can fill in. But the idea is, 
whatever is happening, it doesn't have to just be discomfort. Some things feel really good. And, uh, and sometimes uh, it can be quite stressful to be overjoyed or feel delighted and, and uh, feel happy. And, or it's easy to kind of get swept away in it and we lose ourselves in it. Uh, and lose our mindfulness, lose our presence because we're so kind of swept away in the, in the excitement of the moment. And there's, it, it might be nothing wrong with that, but uh, it's easy to, to uh, make mistakes, to say the wrong things, to uh, do some things which later we regret we did in the excitement of the moment. And, um, and it's a wonderful thing to open up to a capacity to feel our joy, not to diminish it, but to allow it to kind of live in us in a very different way than if we allow it to uh, um, take over and, and uh, get us act- activated around it. And there are times when it's the best thing we can do is to uh, just hold the good feelings in this broad, open way because there might be a deeper wellspring of responsivity that has a chance to surface if we don't act from the surface joy and the excitement of it all, but we open and relax and feel, oh, maybe there's love here, maybe there's generosity, maybe there's, um, you know, um, being more inclusive of the other people involved rather than caught up in our own excitement and joy and somehow lose track of the people around us. So the principle of increasing our capacity to feel our emotions without being reactive. That's kind of like one of the North Stars that we're working with when we're practicing with mindfulness of emotions. So one way to do that is to uh, find something, a different way to be with emotions than the way we are when we get activated or reactivated by it. Very often what, uh, what activates us around it is the story or the way we relate to it, the attitude we have towards it. And so to increase the capacity to hold an emotion, it helps to kind of sit quietly, like in meditation, breathe gently, be present, uh, feel the emotions in the body, and then take a look and see what is your relationship to the emotion being there. Is, there, is your relationship, the way you're relating to it, the way you're reacting to it, is it making the space smaller? Is you getting narrower, contracted? Are you getting kind of uh, caught up in it? Or are you able to relate to it more spaciously and openly and for these few moments at least, allow it to be there so there's an expansive quality of the heart, of the body, of the mind, of awareness, so that, oh, it's like this. And so to part of the task of mindfulness of emotions is to notice what is our relationship to the emotion. And this is not meant to be analysis, it's not meant to be spend a lot of time thinking about it. It's just kind of asking yourself the question, and if nothing jumps out as being obvious, uh, don't go looking for it. Just, but sometimes you say, oh, of course, I don't like it. I'm trying to push it away, or I'm trying to fix it, or I'm, um, you know, I'm trying to justify why I feel this way with the story. So, so if it's obvious, then 
see if you can expand and say, oh, it's just a story. It's just a way of relating to it. There's the emotion and the relationship to it. And then maybe it's easier to kind of drop in and feel the emotion by itself. And you can just make room for the emotion and feel it and allow it to be there. Another way of talking about expanding our capacity to feel emotions is expanding or developing an ability to stay uh, quiet and still with the emotion, to develop a capacity not to automatically act or automatically think to what's happening, but find a place of stability and quiet and stillness inside in meditation. In that stillness or that stability recognizes the emotion. Some people find that there's a kind of stability or a kind of a stillness in the peripheral awareness. That, uh, so it's kind of like, the, this is an analogy, is that of a sight, we have central vision and we have peripheral vision. And when we look at something, we're engaging central vision. And, um, but uh, when we're, um, but peripheral vision is kind of always there and we can kind of tune into peripheral vision almost by not trying. Um, we can't kind of turn our central vision to look at peripheral vision. We have to kind of relax and open and, and kind of just sense and feel without a central focus being predominant. Same way when we sit in mindfulness and just with our eyes closed and we're aware, there is a kind of peripheral awareness that is more kind of like peripheral vision where we're not caught in it, we're not fixating on something, we're kind of spacious around it. We kind of allow it to be there. And um, and in a kind of stillness of peripheral vision or non-reactivity of peripheral uh, awareness. And so it's another way of then developing this capacity to be with emotions. And some emotions, it turns out that some of the wonderful emotions can become more wonderful when there's that space for it and we don't get involved tinkering with it. And some of the difficult emotions when there's space and this kind of awareness tend to be, to be deflated, tend to relax because they tend to be there because of tension. And the very thing of not being involved takes away the, in, the tension that comes from involvement. So to increase the capacity to feel and be is one of the great uh, skills we're trying to develop here in mindfulness. And it doesn't require getting rid of anything. It just requires a quiet way, peaceful way of staying present with this. It's a skill that we develop over time. So don't be in a hurry. But uh, I hope that this teaching today about increasing your capacity uh, is something now that is of interest for you and you have a sense, oh yeah, maybe I could do it a little bit at a time and let me experiment with this. And so, for example, as you go through your day, there might be times through the day that you're emotionally uncomfortable or maybe emotionally excited in some good way and you might uh, spend maybe three breaths, maybe a minute, See, what would it mean now to expand my capacity, just allow this to be here with a spacious peripheral awareness, 
as if there's lots of room for me to be this way. If there's, a, if I have the ability to stay still and non-reactive, kind of inner stillness or stability, just to be with it and to feel it. And what happens if you do that for a minute? Um, and maybe you want to start with emotions that are not um, really strong. Maybe there's medium emotions that you can experiment with this capacity to expand, this ability to expand your capacity. And in the end, maybe what you learn is how to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. And that is a superpower. Uh, All kinds of things are available if you can do that, that are not available if you're reactive to being uncomfortable. So um, I hope that you have plenty of opportunities today to explore for a minute or two how to expand your ability, your capacity to be present for your emotions non-reactively, where you kind of become bigger and more expansive as you allow the emotion to be there. And, um, and maybe you do this incrementally, so don't, don't have a high standard for what this looks like, but it's a skill that gets developed over time. So um, thank you. And we have one more talk tomorrow on this topic.